Hey everybody, welcome back to a new Searching for Satya episode. So before I introduce today's guest, I wanted to let you know about today's sponsor, Armor Down Meditation Cushions. They've been taming the world's toughest mind since 2010. Founded by Iraq War veteran and Purple Heart recipient Ben King, Armor Down Meditation Cushions are as tough as the minds they tame. Every time you buy a meditation cushion, Ben will donate a cushion to a veteran. So check them out at armoreddownmeditationcushions.com. But also, head on over to Instagram and find out how you can be entered in to win one of their meditation cushions. And my guest today, Stephanie, and I met um, at the Asheville Yoga Festival, and it was really by a chance that we would be in the same place at the same time, um, be able to talk to each other, find out that we had both been in Fayetteville at one point, um, get a little bit of her story, and then connect over Instagram and today I have her on the show and I'm so excited. Hey Stephanie. Hey Joey. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm really glad that we did this and that you said yes and you want to come on. I'm so excited to share Me this too. with you. <laughs> I, I am Insta- so excited to be here. I know. Instagram is a whirlwind. Oh my gosh. Like it is. I, we're connected because of Embrace Yoga Studio, but because Instagram is just all out there and everything. Oh, my God. I love it, though. <laughs> Me, too. So, real quick, give us an introduction. Who are you? What do you do? And what are you about? Okay. Well, my name is Stephanie Seor. Um, I am a yoga teacher and a yogi. I've been a yogi for 12 years. I am a registered dietitian. And I'm also a writer. So this year I started doing a lot of um, writing jobs on the side, which I really love. I travel for work. So I'm back and forth between a couple different states, which has kind of brought my practice a little bit uh, out of the forefront. But, you know, life happens and sometimes circumstances change. So right now I've been working on my intentions for 2020, which will be to do more yoga and teach more yoga again. Um, so yeah, that's me. Yay. I know. I need, I have been saying for months, like I need to get back to the mat. Like I sit in mm-hmm. the seat of the teacher sometimes too much mm-hmm. and need to, you know, be real, put the ego aside and, you know, <laughs> be a student again. <laughs> like we talked about this, like I'm ready mm-hmm. to take another 200 hour just to be a student again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you are also, we're connected because of military, right? Yes. That's where this is going and everything. But you also have a super interesting backstory on how you how you got into the life that you are living right now, everything that you've brought, you know, to the table. Tell us about the backstory. Tell us, tell us how that started. Okay. So yes, we are connected by military. Um, Military was actually, I suppose, how I started yoga. My then boyfriend was doing yoga with his sister-in-law and said that he thought it would be something I would like to do. So this was about 12 years ago. And I definitely was not in a space to take anything spiritual from yoga. I think I definitely looked at it as I'm going to this class and I'm just going to see what it's like. And he thinks I should do it. So I'm going to do it. Of course, that was all the 
you know, insecurities and trauma and everything coming through. But Bikram was really popular at the time. And so I went to a Bikram style class in Raleigh. And I remember being so overwhelmed and so intimidated and just completely had my world rocked by this room and these people and, you know, the 90 minutes that I spent completely focused on my breath and my body and doing these things that I'd never done before. And I remember at the end, I was laying there and just started sobbing. And I was like, oh, Jesus, please let them not see me crying. And I don't know what's going on. And I have no idea what just happened. And I left class and I remember thinking, I cannot wait to go back. So for me, the practice definitely started with a space where I was able to go and just focus on myself and my body, which was really difficult, I think, for me to do. And in the other space, because of course we all have trauma and we all have our insecurities. And at that point I'd been dealing with an eating disorder for about 10 years, maybe not quite 10 years at that point. So there was just a lot of that that I was dealing with. And from there, my practice evolved over the years. I think I still wasn't in a space to accept the change, I think, that it ended up bringing out in me. And that didn't really even happen until my teacher training. So I was a yogi for about 11 years before I did my teacher training. And I was finally able to devote the time to it. Um, so I went to this teacher training expecting that I was just going to do all of these poses and all of these practices. And then I was going to become a teacher and everything was going to be great. And I... <laughs> And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Don't um, we all? <laughs> oh my God. So let's, let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> the unliving truth of taking a yoga teacher training and waking oh, up and realizing, <laughs> wait a second, this might not be what it's cracked up to. No, no. Yeah. Keep going with your story, please. Okay, I okay. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so teacher training. Let's talk about this for a second. So I, my teacher training started with 21 students. I think, uh, we graduated 13 or 14, but my first weekend, there's 21 people that I don't know. And all of this stuff is coming about my eating disorder and my infertility and all of this trauma. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't know these people. Why is this coming out? Why am I sobbing? And am I seriously going to have to do this for the rest of this teacher training? But the cool thing was I was with all of these people who had experienced a lot of similar things and were willing to hold space for me and gave me that safe place. And it was just absolutely unbelievable. I don't think I've ever felt so safe at the same time feeling so scared. Um, you know, just because it is, it brings up a lot of stuff. And the studio where I did my training is a uh, trauma-aware studio. And so we really focus a lot on that and just understanding that everybody has you know, a lot of baggage, but we need to work through ours before we can help other people work through theirs. And so it was a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. trust me, I, and I just, 
I mean, I always say I'm a baby, I'm a baby yogi te- yoga teacher because um, I only graduated a couple of years ago, but I'm so connected with the people that, you know, I did the trainings with. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things is you go through your first 200 hour and you stay connected with these people. Um, yeah. Some of the greatest relationships that I've developed since, you know, becoming an army spouse and moving out here have been from my yoga teacher training. Um and you really, you really get to learn a lot about yourself <laughs> yes. and about others and then learn how to stop comparing yourself to others. I think that was the biggest thing that I took away was how I can stop, you know, oh, that one upping. <laughs> oh, I've been through this. I've been through this. I've been through this. Well, we've, we've been through a ton. And I think that's why we go into these self-development classes. And sometimes it just happens to be a yoga teacher training. Definitely. And it's, you know, talking about military, we are so used to living our life revolved around the military and, you know, being spouses of people that are in the military, you, it's really refreshing to find a group of people that yes, they might have ties to the military as well, but that's not what's bringing you together. And especially the last year or two, I've really needed that. I've needed that space where life doesn't have to be all about the military and it can be about yoga and it can be about all of the other stuff that we share. Um, you know, and I hear that from some of my mom friends too. I don't have children, but you know, my friends that have kids, it's like they want to talk about stuff sometimes other than just the kiddos. So I, I enjoy yeah. it a lot. I think that um, just being around such a really interesting, diverse group of people that have this passion in common, and maybe sometimes you might have a love-hate relationship with yoga. I know during training, I definitely did. Um, you know, it brought out a lot of stuff and manifested some crazy trauma through anxiety attacks, and I really didn't think I was going to finish my training, but my teacher, you know, was amazing. She was my rock through the whole thing. She's my yoga mom. I love her so much. And she just really, you know, gave me the space and let me know that things are okay and that, you know, I'm going to get through it. And I just think it's a really, you know, it's just such a different aspect of life and it's a lot of fun. So I'm a little biased, of course. No, I get it. <laughs> Trust me. I get it. Cause I, I remember about halfway through my, and I'll tell this to everybody who, you know, wants to do yoga teacher training and then gets into one and then says, I want to quit. I I wanted to quit too. I remember so bad wanting to quit like halfway through it just because I was asked to teach bridge pose multiple times <laughs> and be constantly being told to slow down on teaching it because I knew how to do it. That to me meant. I can make other people do it. And that was a huge ego. That was all, all ego. And I remember this. And <laughs> I have said that story so many times. Um, I've even, like, I've told Catherine about it, you know. Um, and you know Catherine. Um, okay. And she was like, I did that purposely. Like, she, like, really tested me and pushed my limits. Um, and I was a collegiate swimmer. I was like, oh, I could do this. I could push my body. But it was being told to slow down and, like, work with my ego that pushed me and made me want to quit but 
you talk it out, you work it out with yourself, you know, you let that come up, you let it rise, you experience all of it, and then you move on and you learn, you know, but ego is such a huge thing when we start a practice or start deepening a practice, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it really is. And it's, I still find myself working through my own ego. And I think as a teacher, going into a room sometimes and feeling the level of ego in the room. I'm like, Ooh, all right, well, you know, we're going to work through this and teaching military, especially, you know, you walk in the room and there's so much ego and, and they look at you and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a woman and I wear yoga pants and I usually, so th- I think there's the expectation of, Oh, this is just going to be one of those yoga classes. And I'm here because, you know, I'm one of do those yoga, one classes. of those yoga one classes. Of those, yeah. <laughs> But I, I really don't, you know, I don't use a lot of Sanskrit and I don't bring a lot of spirituality into it, especially when I'm teaching military, because I understand that they might not be in that space. And I also understand that when we are teaching military for them, for their bodies, what is really needed is going back to basics. It's going back to functional movement, mobility, flexibility, um, you know, range of motion. You're talking about these guys that have maybe, you know, been in the military for 15 or 18 years that have shoulder injuries, back injuries, knee injuries, surgeries, you know, all of this stuff. And so they think they're coming to this class because they're going to be doing this crazy workout. And I really try to bring them back to basics. And then when they understand that they can't touch their toes, but that's okay. And we have a block and we can use a block and we can get through that. You know, I find at the end of class, there's so much gratitude that wasn't necessarily there at the beginning. So for me, when I teach military, that's something I focus on. And, and I have gotten a lot of really, really good feedback and a lot of grace from a lot of the students, just understanding that they left class feeling really good and when they got to class, everybody was fidgeting and nobody could take the five minutes to warm up. But then, at, you know, at the end in the five or seven minutes, Shavasana, half of them are falling asleep. Yeah, right. And so that's me, when you start hearing the snoring. Yeah. So for yeah. me, that's like a huge win. Yeah, it is. Uh, it absolutely is. And, yeah. you know, like you said, just bringing in the blocks, showing them that it's okay, you know, to, to modify, to adjust to your body. Like, we get it. We get that. You know, you can lift heavy things and you can move your body in very compact movements and everything. But, you know, yoga, yoga is a whole different thing when you start bringing in those types of bodies and mentalities to mm-hmm. just slow down. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, take it to basics, touch your toes one time and feel confident in that. Yeah. And and I think um, one of the other things going back to the props is that was something that I learned a lot in my practice, especially through teacher training was that I was, I had so much ego when it came to props and I was like, I don't need these. I don't need blocks. I don't need, you know, pillows and bolsters. And then I realized, Oh my gosh, props can deepen your practice, but also they, you know, offer so much support and teacher training, I think is where I also realized that I loved yin and restorative. And I really didn't even know what that is. So sometimes depending on the class, depending on the group of military guys that I'm teaching, sometimes I'll even bring in some restorative poses and, 
you know, it's kind of interesting to see their faces when I'm like, all right, well, you know, we're going to get really comfortable here for a few moments and, and then we do it. And then they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) So I'm glad I learned that props can really help with your practice because I'm, it's so important to be able to share that with other people. Yeah, be able to adjust it, to modify it, and learn that you can enjoy yoga and it doesn't, it's not all that type of yoga. Yes, exactly. I mean, yoga can be a power flow and that's good. And I, oh, yeah. I love a good power flow as much as the next person, but <laughs> yeah. it doesn't always have to be that way. Nope, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, and. <laughs> We could talk about so much. I'm sitting here like, what do I want to bring up next? Like, how much time do we have? I remember meeting you in Asheville. Yes. And I was so excited because when I found out you were from Fayetteville and you taught military, I was like, wait, what? And then I realized you were at Embrace with Catherine and she's amazing. And I just wish that I could come take all of your classes because I love following you on Instagram and you're so positive and so fun. And thanks. I just love our little, our little, the community, how little the community is. It's very all spread out. I mean, we're just, we're everywhere. You'd yes. start in the corner and you could find some a yoga teacher connected to the military, you know? Oh, absolutely. Especially because, especially between Tennessee and North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> because you're either going to be at Fort Campbell or Fort Bragg. That's it. One, <laughs> you pick. You get, exactly. one of, you get one of the choices. I know. Yep. yep. Do you, so how long are you still in Kentucky for? Uh, you know, that's one of those questions that I never really have a straight answer know, for. Right? So as long as we're supposed to be here, I guess, yeah. you know, I, a, a few years, I think. A few years. Cool. Um, so this is actually the second time uh, we lived here. So we were stationed here from 2008 to 2014, went back to North Carolina from 2014 to 2017, and then moved back here. So we've been back here a little over two years. Very nice. Now I've I've heard um, I've heard, heard good things about Campbell. Um, I've heard horror stories about Campbell. So I, I hope it's a I hope it's a good little area for you. Um, I mean, compared to what it was years ago yeah. and Nashville of course has just exploded in the last decade. So Love I miss Nashville. Oh my gosh. We, yes, Nashville, the yoga scene there is amazing. Um, you know, the yoga scene in Clarksville is actually really, really good too. I, I cool. love, of course I'm biased for my studio, yeah, but right. you know, there's a lot of different studios popping up and there's a lot of people that are really excited about yoga and really excited about just, you know, Everything. Yeah. The experience. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yes. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, thank you and for having me. Yeah. So I'm going to start ending my podcast in two in one way. Okay. I want you to tell me two things that you love about yourself. Ooh. 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 Joey. <laughs> you can do this. I'm going to start making okay. everybody do it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I do love that. All right. Two things that I love about myself. I love that I have a pretty good sense of humor. Okay. 
I think I, I think I have a very you do, good sense of humor. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I do think that it's important to be able to laugh at yourself. Oh yeah. Um, and I think the other thing that I love about myself is that I can adapt to a lot of different situations. Um, yes. I, for instance, I went to a Christmas party this year with a girlfriend of mine, and she, you know, I didn't really know many people there, and. It was great and it was so much fun and I didn't have to know people and I made lots of friends. And I think that being able to adapt to um, situations like that and just being able to talk to people and being approachable and being friendly, I think is really important. And I think for a long time, I was not comfortable in my skin and I wasn't able to approach other people and I wasn't able to make myself available. And so I think that is something I really love about myself now. Good. That is something you should love about yourself. Yeah. I know. Trust me. I It took me a while to be able to uh, break my mold too, but thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited um, that, again, that you said yes, that you're on here and to share with all of us. So thank you so much again, Stephanie. Well, thank you, Joey, for having me. I'm so excited that you invited me on and I hope that I get to do yoga with you very soon. I hope so too. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Head on over to my Instagram, check out my latest post and see how you can be entered in to win one of the awesome meditation cushions from Armor Down Meditation Cushions. All you have to do is tag us in a meditation photo with the hashtag hurry up and sit.